Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. Hindsight with God, you understand, but in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, so more can He do for you. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay Stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast his love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. My name is Ricky, and I've been hosting this podcast here for about three years, and it's been really fun to do. I'm so thankful for it, and I'm so thankful that you're listening. You could be anywhere else, but you're here, and I just love that. I'm thankful for it, and I pray that you're having a great Valentine's Day wherever you are. It is February 14th, so some people call it Galentine's Day for the girls. You know, get together with your girlfriends and have a great evening or get together with someone who you love and just celebrate the love that you have with them. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. We don't have a guest on today. God put it on my heart to do a podcast about where he has you. And I want to encourage you that no matter where you are or what position you are in life, what your platform is right now, I want to encourage you that your calling remains the same in Christ Jesus. It doesn't matter the job you have or how much money you have in the bank or the family you have or family you don't have or husband you have or husband you don't have or boyfriend you have or boyfriend you don't have. Jesus is our rock. He's our salvation. He is our cornerstone. And I want to encourage you in this episode to run to Jesus, to run to the Father. God has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. So that's what this episode is going to be about today, just about how much God loves you and that he is here. He's got arms wide open, ready to give you a big hug, and he is your first love. We know in the Bible, 1 Peter 2, 9, which tells us that we're a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. We know that we've been called out of darkness and into his marvelous light. And that is a great image to think about being in darkness and then having a hand come and grab you and pull you out into this new life, into this light, into this love, into this big hug, if you will. The message translation reads 1 Peter 2, 9 with verse 10 added in that says, but you are the ones chosen by God 
chosen for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people, God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him to tell others of the night and day difference he has made for you from nothing to something, from rejected to accepted. And I don't know about you, but there's been several Valentine's Days where I felt rejected and not accepted. There have been moments where I feel like I am in the darkness. But I want to remind you that God has given you a voice. He has given you a mind to not hang on to that darkness, to not hang on to the idea of being rejected and know that he accepts you. You are accepted in Christ. We went from nothing to something. Praise God for that. Hallelujah. Wherever you are right now, I just want you to say hallelujah. Praise God and lift up your hands if you feel comfortable and just surrender. Thank you, God, that I am accepted because of your son, Jesus. Thank you, God, for accepting me and making me one of your chosen people. So in the New Living Translation, which is just another translation of First Peter chapter 2 that I want to focus in on because it's going to talk about God as our cornerstone, as our foundation, as our central component. And so we are talking about God as our first love, our number one, no matter your position, no matter your title, no matter how much money you have in the bank, Jesus is our number one. He's our foundation. Verse 7 through 10, and this is in the New Living Translation. So we're just talking about the same scriptures, but I'm just reading them in different translations just to help you understand how we have been picked up called. We have been taken out of darkness into his marvelous light. Verse seven says, yes, you who trust him, recognize the honor God has given him. But for those who reject him, so that's like you rejecting the light, you saying, no, I'm good to stay here in the darkness. It says, but for those who reject him, the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. And he is the stone that makes people stumble, the rock that makes them fall. So Jesus is the cornerstone, no matter if you reject him or not. If you reject him or accept him, he still accepts you. He still wants to make you from nothing to something. Jesus is our cornerstone as Christians, as believers. Continuing on in verse eight, they stumble because they do not obey God's word. And so they meet the fate that was placed planned for them. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. This is for you who's listening. I'm going to read that again, just so I know that you are listening to this right now. No matter where you are, no matter what your position is, listen to these words, cling to this message. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. I'm going to read verse 10. As we've just talked about, he's taken us out of darkness into his wonderful light, into his marvelous light. So we're in the light. Just imagine going from darkness to light, making that transition from darkness to light. It should give you a little bit of lightness, like you should feel not as heavy. You should feel light because you have surrendered all of your burdens to God and let him carry those for you. 
Verse 10 says, once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. You are on God's team. I love that. As sisters and brothers in Christ, you are God's people. And then continuing on in verse 10, it says, once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. And again, that's 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 7 through 10 and the New Living Translation. And I just want to paint this picture of what God showed me in my brain, the vision he gave me when I read this scripture earlier. If you ever come to Pensacola, Florida, where we record this podcast, make it a point to see a U.S. Navy Blue Angels air show. It's one of my favorite things to watch and experience and truly be a part of. It's loud and it's exciting and it's surprising too. They have a surprise move that they do that makes you jump because you're not expecting it. It's a wonderful air show and it's so fun to take your friends, family, go out on your boat, watch the air show from the beach. The U.S. Navy Blue Angels have their home for the majority of the year here in Pensacola, Florida. So the locals really come out for it and it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend you check it out. But they do have other air shows across the country that they do. And if you're in the United States, you may have seen them in your town or your city. And it's just an awesome thing to be a part of. You just want to cheer for the Blue Angels and cheer for our country and, you know, let freedom ring kind of feeling as those jet come flying by. In any of their air shows, no matter where they're doing an air show in the nation, they have something called a center point. And here on Pensacola Beach, our center point is a water tower. It's in the Casino Beach parking lot. You can't miss it. If you're ever visiting Pensacola Beach, you will not miss this massive water tower that looks like a giant beach ball. But this water tower is the center point for the U.S. Navy Blue Angels when they're doing their air show. So pretty much what happens is, is once they cross that center point, they change direction and continue to fly or perform for their next move. Basically, they move forward at center point. You know, they crisscross and they're out the other way to go do their moves and spins and they pass very close together. It's just incredible what they're able to do. God bless our troops and God bless those pilots and their families. I just can't imagine when I watch, I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't imagine that being my husband up there because what they are doing is amazing. They are gifted to fly those planes. I was talking about this subject with one of my dear friends, one of my spiritual mentors. Her name is Dr. Patty Sadala. She has the Experience Jesus podcast, if you ever wanted to check that out. But we were talking about this subject of the Blue Angels and that the beach ball is their center point. And she said, oh, yes, in my city, they had a center point. And to her, that center point is their safety. They have to have that because what they are doing is super dangerous. They have to have a center point. A center point is necessary for their show or performance to do maneuvers or they would crash. It is literally necessary for them to have a center point, a center focus, a position in their show where they go to in the middle of their episode. So I want us to think of us as a Blue Angel pilot, and I want you to think of the center point 
as Jesus. He's the vine. We are the branches. We need him. A great verse to go with this. Psalms 18 verses 2 through 3 in the New Life Version. It says, The Lord is my rock and my safe place, the one who takes me out of trouble. My God is my rock in whom I am safe. He is my safe covering, my saving strength, and my strong tower. I call to the Lord who has the right to be praised, and I am saved from those who hate me. I just love that because if you think of that water tower as God, not to minimize who God is, but think of that water tower as Jesus, the center point, the core, the heart, where is the show or the performance for the U.S. Navy Blue Angels centered from? It's centered from the center point, and that is crucial for their safety to live. The same for us as believers, to live that abundant life that Jesus talks about in John 10.10. You know, the thief comes to only steal, kill, and destroy, but I came, Jesus came, that we may have life and have it more abundantly. And so we're talking about this abundant life that's rooted in Christ, where the core is Jesus. The water tower, if you will, is Jesus. But I want you to think of that beach ball, their cornerstone, okay, their foundation, their focus, their center point as God. Not that we're minimizing God to think of him as a water tower, but God gave me this vision that he is our cornerstone. He is our water tower. He is where we go to as a pilot. If we're a blue angel, we're going to that center point and Jesus is sending us out. He's sending us out to perform the next move or whatever he's called you to do. But Christ is our anchor. He's who we go to or fly to, or run to. He's our central component, our core. Online, there's different synonyms for cornerstone, and some of those words are foundation, central component, core, heart. So just see God as your central component, your foundation. He's where your focus is. And if you're a visual person, just think about that big, beach ball that is a water tower with the blue angels just passing by overhead. In 1 Peter 2 verses 7 through 10, it's talking about how Jesus is our cornerstone. We want to look to him. We want to go to him. We respect him. You know, we respect him for who he is and what he's called us to do. Something I always remind my son about, he's for, I'm always telling him, God is for you. God is for you. Because sometimes when I don't give him a cookie when he wants it or M&Ms when he wants it, sometimes he has this attitude of nothing is for me. You know, I can't get what I want. But remember, God is for you. And the same is for me with other things that God is working on me with. But when I don't get what I want, it's a good reminder that God is for me. He is my cornerstone. He wants us to go to him in all things, no matter if you're a Blue Angel pilot, you know, those are some of the best pilots in the world. Or if you're a stay-at-home mom, maybe you're a real estate agent, a teacher, you're an attorney, maybe you work in IT, maybe you work in the service industry, and God bless you. I'm sure there are people who want to drive you crazy, but I want to encourage you in the emotions, in the stress, and the 
burdens that you are walking with today to run to the Father. Let Him be your foundation. Let Him be your identity. He has called you out of darkness and into this marvelous light or this wonderful light. You are God's child. You are loved. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. God made you in His image You are the head and not the tail. You are dearly beloved. God made you to do works that he predestined you to do. You are the ones chosen by God, chosen for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people. You are God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him, to tell others of the night and day difference he made for you from nothing to something from rejected to accepted. Do not forget that God loves you. Do not forget that he has not rejected you. He has accepted you. No matter if you have a date tonight or not, God has plans for you. He has plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future that we know from Jeremiah 29, 11. Friend, I don't want you to fight for the next thing God has for you. I want you to go to Jesus as your cornerstone. I want you to go to God, the Holy Spirit, the mighty counselor, the wonderful God, the Prince of Peace, the everlasting Father as your cornerstone. You're all in all. I can tell you he will never fail you. He's the same yesterday yesterday, today, and forever. So if you went to him before and then went away from the faith, but now you're coming back, I just want to encourage you to go to him as your cornerstone, as your Pensacola beach ball. You know, if that visual is what helps you see Jesus as the water tower center point that you can go to and then move forward with him. God knows your next steps. Lean into Jesus, draw near to him. He will draw near to you. He's already chosen you. He's already called you. Enjoy God's presence. Enjoy this time of seeking him. Being in this podcast right now, you are seeking God with your whole heart because if you were not, you would have turned this episode off. I want you to think of God as your go-to, your focus, your basis for life, your foundation. God will give you the energy by his grace, by his power to do what he has called you to do. He will equip you with the gifts and talents that he's given you to do what he's called you to do. Do not quit. Do not fight. Surrender and let God show you what to do and just seek him. Ask God the questions that you want to ask me right now. I don't have the answers, but God does. If there is something in your brain that you are wrestling with, that you have strife about, believe that God will answer you. Open the Bible. Just open it up randomly and ask God to show you something. Lord, show me something in your word. He loves you. He's a good father and he is ready to disciple you. He is ready to walk with you and support you and to lead you and to live life with you forever. Because when we become believers, we have eternal life with Jesus. Remember, God called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. And that includes eternity with Jesus. Believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you have never called Jesus as your cornerstone or accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Pray this prayer with me. Father, I love you. I praise you. 
and I need you. I do not want to do things my way anymore. I pray not to run to anything or anyone else but you, Jesus. You are my cornerstone, God. Jesus, I run to you. I believe you have truly called me out of darkness and into your marvelous light. Jesus, show me your way. I pray for a good Bible that teaches me your word so that I can understand it by your Holy Spirit. Jesus, you are my Lord, and I believe in my heart that you, God, raised your son Jesus from the dead. Thank you for saving my life. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for giving me the ability to run and not be weary and to walk and not faint. Thank you for letting me run or fly or walk to you. Jesus, you are my cornerstone. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. We know from Romans 10 verses 9 through 10 that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, talking about Jesus, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So your heart, remember earlier we talked about how a synonym for cornerstone is our heart. Is your heart fixed on Jesus? How is your heart? Because if you just prayed that, you know, the sinner's prayer, as people say, you know, decrease me, increase you, God. I believe in you, Jesus. I am saved by your grace. Thank you, Lord, for who you are and what you've done for me. If you believe, you will be saved. I pray in Jesus' name that you get the clarity that you need from the Holy Spirit to seek God wholeheartedly and to go to your local church to get connected in a Bible-believing church and to get into community there. Tell someone that you confessed that Jesus is Lord and that you are saved and that you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead because now you are saved. You have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. And I just thank you so much for listening. I pray you have a great day. So happy Valentine's Day. God bless you. And please give this episode a five-star review if you can and send it to your friends. We would truly appreciate it. Y'all have a blessed Valentine's Day and Lord willing, we'll talk to you all next week here on Broadcast is Love. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 
We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi y'all, this is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs>